Yo, what's up, Brian? Yo, what up, AJ? What's happening, buddy? No much, please. Hey, homie. <laughs> uh, you know, I love this thumbnail you got going on here. It's very nice. <laughs> I thought Lots so. Very colorful. Yeah. There's just one problem, though. <laughs> you can't find Waldo? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Yuki's not out today, man. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends on when you're listening to this. Hopefully, maybe maybe by the time you're listening to this, uh, it is out. Um. Yeah, that, but it that, doesn't matter. We're gonna review it and tell you if it's good or not. Uh, the Yuki review is out today. Or, uh, us reviewing Yuki. My review is not even. Oh, out today. that's what it meant. Yeah, not, good cover. I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but yeah, the biggest words on the entire thumbnail are are inaccurate. Yuki's out tomorrow, technically. But the review is out today. Well, maybe not my review. My review will also be out tomorrow. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> I had technical problems at five a.m. and I was like, you know what? Time to go to bed. AJ, can we start the show? Yo. Let's go. Let's do it. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube. <laughs> but if you don't like watching us, guess what? You can just listen to us over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any streaming services of your choice. Don't forget, that's a thing. Some people like that. I I like to see AJ's face. My name is Brian Powell from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this guy over here, to my right, can't do it without him, a partner in crime. He's AJ from Underground PSVR Underground. What's up, man? I every time you say you can listen to us on Spotify, I always want to hear you say apple pie afterwards, just because it rhymes with Spotify. What is up, Brian? What is up, game gatos? Happy Monday! And you know, Mondays usually suck. And uh, I've heard yeah, that. that's that's the case. But we are going to make your Monday suck just a little bit less. A little bit less today. And yeah, we even got a tip from Emily Baxter. Hashtag the cartoony witch game kitten. Can't wait to do that. Shout out on Friday. Uh, $2 tip says, you guys make me look forward to Mondays. That's not something you can say about too many people, I don't think. That's that's probably the nicest thing ever anyone's ever said about me. And coming from Emily Baxter, too. <laughs> yeah. That's shocking. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for uh, for kicking off the tip stream. Thank you, everybody, for being here. How is everybody doing? Is everyone having a great Monday? Let us know in the chat. We're going to be keeping a close eye on the chat today because we got a lot of viewer takeover questions to discuss. And as always, we like to hear your thoughts on such matters. Guys, don't forget that this channel runs on Patreon, patreon.com slash without parole games. Uh, if you want to keep, let this channel keep running the way that it does and if get AJ hired, that's the real goal here. AJ hired before PlayStation VR 2 comes out uh, so we can like double the amount of content and tackle everything the way we want to tackle it. Uh, patreon.com slash without parole games. Uh, consider just giving us a dollar or more every month if you like what you say. We'll work for games. <laughs> we'll work for games. I like it, man. PSVR like games. PSVR games only. Yes, in PSVR 2 games, eventually. Possibly, even sooner. Getting close. Rather Getting than closer. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's true, man. It's true. Uh, but we can't forget about all the amazing, amazing PSVR 1 games that are coming out before PlayStation VR 2. There's a lot of great stuff that's going to keep us entertained between now and then. And one of those games uh, just got a release date. I want to give a shout out here, uh, by the way, to Mike Check. Um, so Mike sometimes, Check, one, some, two. Mike sometimes, Check. 
information gets past us. Um, like, you know, it just gets announced and we're just like, like we're just busy or doing something else or just not paying attention. And, uh, and so Mike Chai pointed this out to me, uh, Windlands, uh, SciTech games, developers of Windlands have tweeted that they have a release date for Windlands 2 and it's coming to PlayStation VR this month, November 26th. AJ. I don't believe it. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. It's not true. I knew it's you were going to say true. that. We're going to get to the, November 26th, and they're just going to go fucking silent. I think so. And, and we're just going to, they're going to Ionia the shit out of this. I just, I can't believe it, man. It's been, I've been looking forward to this game for three years. And, you know, that's not uncommon. But when the game released on another platform three years ago, that's where it's kind of a little bit more uncommon. Um, and yeah, I'm excited. We need some good multiplayer games. And what I like is this is something different. Uh, this has like a completely almost like a multiplayer adventure style uh, platformer. And it's uh, super cool. I'm, I'm really excited for this. Yeah, no, this is exactly what we've been saying. Like, you know, we've been getting all these, like, kind of smaller experiences, smaller games, uh, single player only. And, you know, like, we're such a community focused group of people, uh, you know, especially for, uh, you know, when you put on the PSVR headset, uh, you know, just, you just, you get so used to just hearing someone else's voice or going on an adventure together or doing something together, like even playing Beat Saber multiplayer recently. Uh, it doesn't support voice chat, like, but, but, you know, we're obviously jumping into group chats uh, to make sure that we can hang out and talk to each other while we're playing these games together. So Windlands 2 is exactly what we needed at exactly the right time. Uh, Cause four players, uh, you know, you're going to be able to run around. If, if you played Windlands one, like I can see people not being terribly excited for Windlands two. If you're like, all you played was Windlands one, because it was more of an adventure game. It was just like, you're just exploring these big environments and having fun kind of grappling around. But this combines the grappling mechanics with weapons with four-player online multiplayer with enemies yes. with bosses i'm like this is yes. just yeah all of this sounds awesome it's a game <laughs> rather it's than an environment game. to explore it's a, it's a game ass game. game it's a game ass game oh man oh man you know what that's right we were gonna uh my I, a little uh <laughs> this, is, this is such a dumb story a, I remember we were going to uh, when we were trying to figure out the categories for uh for for the psvr award show last year we, we were gonna we were gonna give uh, Chandana Ekaneyake his own category, right? Where he would host it and be like, because because he he uses the term game ass game in interviews oh. and, and on Twitter a lot. And we we're just gonna like be it. like, this is the Chandana Ekaneyake game ass game award. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I totally forgot about that till you just said it's a game ass game. And uh, and I would love to bring that back for the next award show. That's amazing. He's awesome, man. He is everywhere too. He'd be way more awesome if his newest game was for VR, and it's not. <laughs> oh, well. he's but, still awesome in my book. But dude, Windlands Two. This is this is it, it's three years late, and 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 I and I couldn't be happier about that ridiculous delay because this is coming out exactly when we need it. We need something yeah. we need to jump into. This will keep us, you know, definitely occupied until after the fall and after the fall should hold, hold us out to the end of December. So these are games that we need right now during a little bit of a slower time. Very, very. Happy. Yeah. Yeah. We need as many games as we can get while we wait for PSVR two, uh, more details and more, um, you know, information and stuff like that. So, and a multiplayer again, great social game to have, and uh, probably what the one of the biggest releases this month, I would say. You don't you don't think Baby Hands uh, trumps this? No, no. Oh. Okay. 
Sorry, baby hands. I mean, <laughs> you get you do get to a point with games that have been delayed for so long that you're like, I don't even care anymore. But I I'm, I don't feel that way about uh, about this one at all. Like you know, people are like, oh, it's been delayed so frequently that I don't even care. I don't. I I haven't heard anyone say anything bad about this. Uh, looking over at the PC reviews, nothing but positivity. Um, yeah. So you know, heard ho- great things. Hopefully, hopefully when we get this, it'll be uh, it, it it'll be everything we want it to be. And with any luck. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say the next thing I was going to say because it's really mean. Uh, not to you, <laughs> but to a certain port studio that has been handling so many PSVR ports I was recently. thinking the same thing. <laughs> I was thinking, the, I was literally thinking the exact same thing. Was, so, so just to let people know, it's VR Monkey, right? VR Monkey is the one uh, had been handling a lot of uh, PSVR ports recently. They did the Tarzan port, which was terrible, but then they did Wraith, which was a good port of just a not so great game. Um, and what was the oh and then Yuki uh, they they yeah. did the port of and so like their their name has just been plastered all over things and they and the games that they've made haven't been good like what um they, I think they're just the easiest cheapest option yeah um and and you know uh, to be honest with you I'll take it out of desperation just wanting a game um you know but when it comes to like wanting like a quality port yeah. that's not who I not ideal. But for just getting a game over to us, sure. But they made they they so they made bad games. They made like Viking game. What was the, the Viking Vi- days? Viking days, the mini game collection, which was terrible. But they seem to Apocalypse be a, Rider. Oh yeah, but they seem to be a competent port studio, and I think they I think they learned yeah. a lot doing the Tarzan port. Uh, and so yeah. now now the stuff that they're porting seems fine. Uh, it just it just makes me nervous. They seem to be. It's, it, you can almost like see straight through what's happening here. It's like people are like, oh, we need to bring our game to PSVR. Who's who's putting in the lowest bid, right? Who's, yeah. And uh, and and they're just they just seem to be tackling everything now. So happy yeah, happy that we're getting these ports, um, but. Just nervous that it's them doing it. Uh, we got Scott Jesco, PSN Harry Pella, PSVR GameCap for Life. The two quid says, I got my phone fixed, so may the tip train continue. Choo-choo. Thank you so much, Wait, Future Pass Scott Did you Jesco. say VR Monkey is doing the Windlands 2 port? No, I'm just saying that that, that is what I'm nervous about, is like oh, okay. every port that comes well, they, our way. They, they're porting Quest 2 games, and this is PC VR, so this might have been, maybe that's the reason it took so long. Maybe... It'll be something really nice and high quality because God, it's I from so. them themselves. Right. Yeah, yeah. If it's got a pro um, patch or a PS5 patch and just like looks super sharp and and crystal clear and nice lighting effects, that would be really really nice. Before we move on to our next topic, Brian. Yes, sir. Let me give a quick shout out to Matthew Skeins, who's here to help us make everyone's day suck just a little bit less with an Iron Man VR North American key. Yeah. Make sure you uh, you grab that and let us know if you got it. And thanks, Matthew. Solid, solid game-ass game. Game-ass game. Chandana Ekaneyake's Game-Ass Game Awards. <laughs> why do I think that's so funny? I don't know why. But, man, if, if, if you see Chandana Ekaneyake in this year's PSVR award show and he's doing the Game-Ass Game Awards, you get a little peek behind the curtain ahead of time. That would be so yep. cool. All right. Uh, AJ, a new game that came out not today. <laughs> according yeah. to the thumbnail uh but it's actually coming out tomorrow the embargo listed today uh is uh is by uh, one of our favorite studios who's made other psvr games 20 questions question um the, the studio has made pixel ripped 1989 pixel ripped 1995 arvory they now uh, have released their newest game without the help of anna ribeiro so it's a little bit different this is yuki right. uh bullet hell shooter crossed with uh some roguelite mechanics 
we previewed this before using the Quest right. Two versions, um, and that's actually the footage I'm showing now because uh, I had I had problems. That's why my review's not out. I had problems uh, capturing new footage, uh, but I should have all those problems uh, taken care of by tomorrow. Um, dude, long time coming. It's taken a little while for the port to get here. What do you think? Uh, what do you think of of the final product? Um, it's pretty good. You know, like again, this is a, a port by. VR Monkey, um, who's been doing everything lately. And, um, yeah, I mean, as always, uh, you know, we were provided keys by Arvory Immersive Entertainment. And T-shirts. And, <laughs> and, his team, and, and T-shirts right. and stickers. Yeah. Um, but, of course, that will never, ever affect our review. However, I don't think that's going to make us feel too bad today because I've got mostly positive things to say about this game. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll kick things off, as always, with everything we like about it first. And that is bullet hell. It's a bullet hell shooter, and we've only had uh, like one kind, uh, maybe one or two in the same kind of vein where you're like physically dodging the bullets that are just scattering everywhere at you. Um, the other one was Blasters of the Universe, which was a lot of fun. And uh, and just compared to Blasters yeah. of the Universe, I feel like the bullet hell aspect of this is so over the top. Like, I feel like the bullet, like, it's just, Blasters was difficult, don't get me wrong, but I feel like the bullet hell aspect of this is so much more bullet hell than Blasters of the Universe was. Like, this is just seems like it's, there's a flood of bullets, I'm like, I, I don't know, I'm just going to hope I got my fingers crossed, right? It, it seems well, way more intense. Yeah, so the thing with this game is that you're holding Yuki, this, this little uh, character, and yeah, it's like an action figure style thing. And then you've also got the uh, assistant bot and you have to physically move them around with your arms uh, to dodge. And then you also have to aim and shoot. So it's like kind of like a shooter. Um, but instead of holding a gun, you're holding a little toy that like shoots. And uh, on top of the bullets, there's not just bullets that you have to physically dodge. There's like huge structures without the level with uh, throughout the levels um that you have to dodge and avoid as well and sometimes they can help you in like um blocking fire that's coming at you and they can also hurt you and they can obscure your vision a ton so it's not just the bullets you're dodging uh it's also these huge like structures some kind of remind me of like harkening back to like the star fox 64 days where you were out in space and there'd be like this these random like like space frames that were like um they look like metal frames that were just floating around and stuff like that and twisting so creates a cool visual effect and yeah like you said the uh the gameplay is pretty on point here um it's it's a lot of shooting a lot of dodging and you know there's a bunch of little uh other little deeper mechanics and 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 uh features as well yeah uh, so one of the things that, you know, I, th- I feel like gets glossed over pretty easily with this game is that you're not controlling, as you, as you said, you're, you're holding the action figure, you're holding Yuki with your hand and just like, you know, like a kid would do playing, uh, you know, playing make-believe, right? And that's how this controls. So, you know, I think a lot of people might look at this game and go, oh, it controls with an analog stick or a D-pad, you're moving the character around the screen, you're holding, no, it's like you've got, you've got like this drone or a bot in like your left hand and you've got Yuki in your right hand and they move one-to-one. And I will say, at first, I feel I feel like it's cheating, right? Because you're just like, well, the bolt's coming at me. I can just move her over here. Yeah. Like, no problem. Yeah. But holy shit, man, it takes like all of 
10 minutes to realize that like you need that kind of mobility to get through these levels without dying. Um, cause it is, it's really, really, really intense. Um, and I really like that. I really like that because I, I, that adds, I don't think if I was to design this game, I would have been like, Oh yeah, no, I want one-to-one motion. I absolutely would have been like, Oh yeah, move around the screen with the analog stick. But this adds like something completely different to, uh, makes it more unique. This genre. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Did you play this game sitting or standing? I don't think I could play it sitting. I, yeah. I, I played it, I played it standing. And every time I played it standing, I asked myself, could I play this while, while sitting down? And I honestly don't think that that's possible because it's, you need more than just stretching your arms out left and right or up and down. It's like, you just so many times I, I crouched as, as low as I could go. I was on my tippy toes and like put my, put my hands up as far as I could go without losing, you know, without losing tracking. Um, I, and I have a good setup. So I, I am able to do that kind of stuff. I was able to do that with super hot and this feels like super hot. The, the bullet hell version, cause you're moving all around your room. Um, in order to avoid this shit. Did you ask me the question though? So I'm going to ask it back to you. Did you play this sitting? Uh, I did try it at first. And to be honest with you, it worked like I could definitely do it, but I did feel like the game was missing something about like, uh, being like immersive. I thought it was, I think it really takes away the immersion sitting down. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's still definitely very playable. Um, but yeah, when I switched to standing, I finally felt like I understood the game a little bit more, and it just it just helped add a little bit more immersion to the gameplay. Um, and it's it's kind of uh, fun. It's a little bit more fun that way, for sure. And I think you have an advantage because you can you're not limited in the space. I mean, you're limited to the camera, not limited to how far your arms can stretch. Right. Oh, 100% agree. It gives you a lot more space to kind of like sidestep and move around and get different angles and all that. Uh, we've got a lot of tips. Uh, and so before we move on to the other things that we like about this game, because there's a lot of things that I do want to point out that I loved about this. Uh, Creeper Betty with the $5 tip says, I love the beard, Brian. Meow. Hiya, AJ. Happy Monday, GameCats. Hi, Betty. See, if you want to compliment on your beard, you need to shave it first and then grow it back, and then Betty will compliment you <laughs> on the beard. Uh, Looper the GameCat with the 5 euros says, I wish we had some non-racing games with steering wheel on PSVR, something like Truck Sim or Farming Sim. That's interesting. Um, hmm. Like like that uh, Sega 18-wheeler game or, uh, or Crazy Taxi maybe even. Like things that are just something different than the standard racing game. God, I would love that. Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi. We also got Dave Station VR in the chat with the $5 tip. Says Tip Train. Toot toot. Thanks, Dave. Dave Much in the love, house. Dude. What up, Dave? Wolverazzo with the $2 tip says, broke joke, doing what I can, keep up the great work. Wolverazzo, you keep up the great work, man, and, and never feel the need to tip us. We love you regardless. Sergeant Frosty with the $2 tip says, uh, fingers crossed on full PSVR 2 physical release of Turbo Doom. This is one of your Turbo creations? Doom. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my dreams creation I made in five minutes in the Discord. And uh, it oh, has... That's right. Yeah, you can actually go. It's It's on my Saturday stream. And just find the timestamp for Turbo Doom that's in all caps, that's on purpose, and and behold the greatness. <laughs> Turbo Doom. We also get another tip from Dave Station VR. $2 tip says Brian's beard game is stronger now. Guys, it's Movember. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not allowed to shave, and I'll tell you, it's getting kind of irritating. Um, if you guys don't know that we, we are participating in uh, Movember uh, charity uh, led by Serial Killer, the Game Cat. Sorry about the sirens on my end. 
Um, there's obviously an awareness for prostate cancer, et cetera, all sorts of men's health issues. I always say prostate cancer because that's the one that hits close to home for me. Very, um, there's an issue in my family, um, because survivors and shit, it's, you know, it's important. Um, and so, uh, so hopefully one of the, uh, one of the mods can post a link to that charity that's led by serial killer in with the name under the name of the game cats. We can donate as a group. Um, that's right. So I have this for beard for charity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know what I'm going to do once the month is over, man. It's like I tried to keep just do the mustache, and I looked like a '70s porn star, and I wasn't happy about that. Cerebral Frost with the four dollar tip says, "I'm getting coffee. Want one? Yes, uh, I'll take two. Thank you very much. I'll give you your four dollars back. Thank you." <laughs> All right, man. Back to this. We got to talk about some of the other great things about Yuki, and I got to tell you, man, the fact that the fact that they basically crossed this bullet hell genre, which would have been fine on its own, but only like average i think average at best the roguelite elements that they included in this for me were the reasons i wanted to keep playing over and over and over and over again every single time i died i was like okay you get you collect currency along the way and when you get back when after you die you get back and you have to start the game all over again of course but before that there's a workshop and in the workshop it gives you a bunch of different power-ups to choose from that you can purchase now some of these some of these are just permanent stat upgrades like uh like adding an extra uh, bar to your hp right something along those lines but then but a lot of them are basically unlocking uh, power-ups that you find out in the field that will be temporary for that run and there's so many cool temporary upgrades from from uh drones that join you and just fire automatically while you're playing uh you know more h more uh extra lives or not extra lives but extra life um yeah i mean there's there's just a in the yeah extra health the more in the more you play man the more you unlock and it's crazy there's like 26 different uh temporary upgrades that you can find out in the field and i'll tell you man I was when when I played games like after the um, until you fall. I'm gonna say stop doing that. When I played games like until you fall, there were so many different upgrades that I was like, no, fuck this, fuck this. This takes away this life, this element, and like gives me this, or it doesn't seem like all that beneficial. There were a bunch of upgrades that I didn't care about, but it seems like every single upgrade in Yuki I do care about. I'm like, oh, that would be great. Oh, that would also be great. This would be great too. And so it kind of makes me go, oh, I hope I can buy this the next time I come back to the workshop. And then you head out, and you're stronger than you were before. And that and that whole roguelite element just it is so appealing to me. I know roguelite doesn't work with every genre, or not everybody's a fan of roguelites, but like I think it really, really <clears throat> works here. Yeah, for me, I'm not the biggest roguelite guy. I've I've I like them, but I don't love them. I know that's like something that you is like near and dear to you, all the way back to like you know whenever um i know i remember spelunky was always something you mentioned a lot and um top five favorite games of all time but you know you're you're exactly right uh the the roguelike elements that it has objectively adds more value to this game deepens the 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 replay value of this game and that's something i really like about it um you can you can clear the game uh but then there's other there's like there's like something at the end that you can unlock by clearing it with, and it adds like a progression system. That's, that's what I like about it. Um, it helps give it a little bit more like depth, a little bit of a progression system to it. And I love unlocks. I love earning, you know, I, I grew up on games where you had to earn your unlocks and everything. And a lot of games still do that, but a lot of games don't as well these days. There's like microtransactions and stuff. So it's just a classic, 
uh, fresh style design that is that is nice. Um, what do you think of the music? Because to me personally, uh, the soundtrack is something that I think is I don't hear a lot of people talking about, mm-hmm. but I think the soundtrack is amazing in this game. Um, maybe not. Like the first level kind of bothers me, to be honest with you. Yeah. But the rest of the game's soundtrack, uh, I I feel like is like it reminds me of like Mega Man or like that eight bit era where it's just like epic music, and and I love epic music in video games. It get, it helps me get into it more. Yeah, it's funny. We talked about this a little bit during the uh, when we played this over on Quest for the preview episode, and uh, and you were kind of raving about the music, and I was sort of not too impressed by it, um, and I've come around. Uh, mostly because I totally agree. The first level is like too bouncy and too uh, like it has. They're going for this anime theme, right? But like it doesn't. The the game itself doesn't scream anime, and so when they sort of infuse that yeah. anime sort of bouncy soundtrack into the first level, uh, it seems out of place. It, it you know if 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 the art style was a yeah. little bit more flat shaded, you know, cell shaded. Art I'll, style sounds like you should be going through like a bright sunny day, like green hit, like plains. Yeah. You know the, you know how every game <laughs> always starts you off at like a green, green zone, sunny absolutely. area. Yeah, like. Like Green Hill Zone or something, or or like a you know Mario games that always it's like uh, green grass and stuff. Yeah, it it planes. just didn't fit. It's got like you know the first level is actually pretty cool looking. It's got these Japanese lanterns that like come down and and it's got this like uh, Japan kind of uh, town feel to it. So right. something a little bit more uh, that match would have been better. But that's a small thing because the the rest of the game the the music I think is actually really epic and and I love uh, cranking up the uh, the headphones on this one. Yeah, I agree. The, uh, the the first level seems out of place, but also you know like I <clears throat> this is going to be something I go back to uh, when we get to our negative list. But uh, but this, it does seem like there was some sort of inspiration from earlier shoot 'em ups uh, for this game because. I can I can I can certainly think of a bunch of games that that do start off and the like you know classic eight bit sixteen bit shoot 'em ups that that kind of have like this sort of way too happy music for the first level like that that was I think relatively common for games that weren't Life Force and Gradius you know yeah. uh, or R type even but uh, but but yeah it does it does get to a point uh, very soon after like even as soon as you get to the second level and then the and then the first boss um, where where it does, it really starts fitting the mood and really starts uh, hitting home and making the tension even more tense. Uh, so yeah, no, I think I think they did they did a great job. Uh, it's it, it sounds fully orchestrated, even though I'm sure it's not. It just sounds it, and it's it's great. Um, I, I saw I saw the triangulator say endless mode is great too. Uh, I want to just say uh, as of right now, the endless mode is coming soon on PlayStation VR. I know it just right. launched on uh, on the other platforms, uh, so I'd, I'd like to find out when the endless mode is coming to PlayStation VR. But I don't have that information currently. Um, so we've I mean like I don't I don't want to jump ship too quickly. Like, are there other positives you want to talk about? Um, you know, I mentioned the art style. I think the character designs are really cool. Um, like I said, it reminds me of Mega Man where, <clears throat> where like all these enemies would be throughout a level and they're kind of like, you know, they were kind of like worker robots that were used for evil and then like turned into something different. And this kind of reminds me of that where this is like, um, there's like all these random style robots and, and I just, uh, I really, really like that. I like that it takes a risk that it, that it just stays true to itself and, and what they like. 
and and I can appreciate that. It's it's a it it makes it very unique and it makes it um pretty unforgettable uh in in terms of just like what I would remember and and stick to and uh yeah, I mean we talked about the art style being great, the uh the um <clears throat> standing up I, I felt like I had a great time. The the music uh, is is great. The, the the there's like boss fights, there's huge bosses. Um and uh, yeah, there's a lot to like here. Yeah. And then, of course, the progression, the replay value of the progression system. Right. Replay value, progression system, the roguelite elements, uh, unlocking different characters to play as as you go through. uh, Yeah. Really game changing. Uh, Being able to do that is uh, is is all fantastic. Um, But then that but that all of those things, I feel like everything we've talked about has a negative side to it. Um, And so as much as. You know, as much as I do like this game, and I want to be very clear that, like, my review when it comes out will be overall, you know, overall positive. Um, yeah. You know, I'm like in the high sevens. Like, I, I've I've flirted with the idea of giving it an eight. I don't think I'm there. Um, but the problem is, is that, and and I think you you experienced this even worse than I did. Is that it's just too fucking easy for way too fucking long. Like, mm-hmm. you you get through there's six stages, and it's way too easy to see the first four. The very, very, very first time you play, and it's like, and, and so, and so now every single time you, it's it, since it's a roguelite, you have to replay the entire game every single time you die, and so now you're stuck playing like this twenty-five minute segment until you get to the difficult part, right? For game for games like, um, until you fall, uh, you die in like thirty seconds, and then the next time you play, yeah. you die in forty-five seconds, and the next time you play, yeah. you die in sixty <clears throat> seconds. You know, and you're, every single step forward you take feels like this huge progression, and you're like, oh, that that little upgrade I just got helped me out just a little bit more. Right. I was able to take an extra step. And with Yuki, it, it's it's all over the place. It's it's you could you can completely get destroyed uh, by the second level. Uh, or on your second run, you can make it all the way to the boss, like I did this time around. Um, <clears throat> granted, I had played it before. I had played it on Quest, so it wasn't my first time playing. Mm-hmm. But my second run, I almost beat the entire game. Right. Um, and I feel like that shouldn't be a possibility with roguelites. Like it should beat <clears throat> you down and make you get better at the game and make you upgrade your character in order to progress further. Right. And. <clears throat> the the weird thing is too like it's it's almost it's like randomized i think or it's it's like procedurally generated it's it seems a little bit more random uh randomized so like your second time you play it you're more upgraded and it, they start throwing more stuff at you um and it it seems like the way that it that it develops as you play is kind of like sporadic. It's kind of all over the place a little bit yeah. versus like, like you said, like you gradually get further and further. It's like, you never know. You could, you could end up beating this on your second try um, or vice versa. Um, you could beat it on your first try and then, and then like play it again and then it be really difficult. Um, so it's it like, it's kind of structured a little bit random in that way, but like, like the backbone of it. Yeah, and that that's something I honestly don't like. Um I didn't actually experience uh anything even close to, you know, dying on the first or second level or third level. Like that's just something that I've I've played through this countless times now over and over and over and over again. And like yeah, they they do make the first and second and third level harder every time you play or they vary it up, but you're also getting more powerful as you play. And so it didn't those those things didn't seem to affect the how easy everything was. Um and so and so, yeah, so I saw, like, 
through two thirds of the game the first time I played. I saw three quarters of it the second time I played. I'm talking about the quest time, like the very, very first time. And then I jumped over to PSVR and I played it for, you know, five or six hours. And it was like, man, you got it. You got it. It's just it's just too easy for the first three quarters yeah. of the game every single time you play through it. Um, and so that that to me was really frustrating. And even more frustrating is that it, are, are the are are the things they didn't take from traditional shoot 'em ups. I don't like that there is randomization in the enemies. I don't because one of the things that's great about shoot 'em ups is memorization. Like right. And one of the things I like about roguelites is memorization. Right. And, get, and that's part of like getting better. In this, you don't memorize where the the enemies show up. They just sporadically appear, and that and that to right. me. And it's bad, hard bad to memories. tell you. It's hard to say if you're going to have the same experience that I did because of right. that. Right. Um, one person could have a, a great experience, and the other maybe not. Yeah. Oh, I. I mean, I guess yeah. That, that, that's totally possible. That's totally possible. So the randomization just makes it feel a little bit cheap, and not like and not like oh unfair cheap. I like in a in a design sense cheap. Um, and so I don't, I don't like that. And, um, and yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, man. Like I didn't and like the, the enemies themselves. I just felt like they appear and you, and, and you shoot them and they kind of go wonk, 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 when you, when you hit them and then they boom blink out of existence. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, it's like, it just, it just seems there's no real animation in the enemies. Um, and so again, and, and now this just seems like a, a budgetary thing where everything just kind of feels cheap sometimes, you know, yeah. they, they kind of killed it with the art design. They kind of killed it with the soundtrack and the controls feel good. The upgrades feel good. And then the yeah. enemies just go. Yeah. Boom, you look boom, at boom, the, like, you look at the trailer and it's got this like awesome anime art style. And I'm not even the big anime guy, but I think it looks awesome. And, and like all the enemies are like laughing and like, you know, they're, they're smiling or, or their mouths are moving and all sorts of things. And, and yeah, these kind of just, they kind of pop up and, and that's, they don't really like move a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dave station says there's so much optimization required for a good roguelite. And I feel they may, may have gotten in over their head here. I think they were just scared to make it too difficult. Like I, I, I don't think they wanted that to be the tagline for their game. Great, but way too difficult. You know, like that's just not yeah. the kind of game they want to make. Which was a huge turnoff for me. Um, for I think Blasters of the Universe when I first played it, mm-hmm. like it was kind of brutal. Maybe I was playing it on a really hard difficulty, but but it was kind of brutal. And sometimes. You know, you got to strike that balance. That's that's why there's usually different difficulty options. Um, but but yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it does feel like it's kind of like an easy and normal mode mixed in one, um, and you kind of like roll the dice which which one you're going to get as you progress. Absolutely. All right, listen, let's take care of a few tips here. We got Ash VR, the groovy game cat, right with the two dollar tip. Says, oh well, nothing. I don't think. Uh, Thank you so much. We got Nihilus Ryan, the game feeling with a $5 tip. Says, just started Blair Witch and OMFG, the effing tree monster made me pee my pants. Scariest yes. experience in a long time. Me too, man. Even on, a, even on a live stream. Blair Witch is definitely going to go down as a super underrated uh, PSVR game. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, look so, at... Yeah. So, good. Jeremy, look at the GameCat butthole with the $5 tip. Says, how does VR benefit Yuki? I, I think the, <sighs> the most important way it benefits is having that direct one-to-one control over Yuki herself and the, and the bot. And so, again, if you were controlling it with an analog stick, it would be a completely different experience. But being able to just go boom, 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 you know, in, out, all over the place within seconds instead of having to hit an analog stick and try to be super precise, um, that's what makes it 
That's what makes the it physicality of it is yeah. it's not a physical game, but the physical the physicality of the game, like actually physically moving to instead of using a joystick, like you said, is is what makes it kind of in VR. That being said, that could be one of my negatives is that like I don't find this game very immersive. I um, agree with that. Yeah. You know, it's it's not really you, you don't really play this game because it's immersive. You play it because it's uh, a bullet hell shooter. There's missed opportunities with that too. It, you know, you're you're going the same speed the entire time. You're just very casually going through these. And every shooter yeah. I can think of, or every shoot 'em up I can think of, goes. Uh, um, sorry, you know, one more. We got Mike. We got Mike check with a five dollar tip. Um, I just wanted to get that. Thank you, Mike. Check. Thank you so much. Meow. Um, the shit. What was I saying now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, we're no, talking about there's no immersive. speed difference. Yeah, so like, yeah, there could, oh, easily could have been a level where you're just flying through it really, flying really through something, and, and yeah, and, and yeah. dodging obstacles where there, there didn't even have to be enemies for a certain part where you just like you know do like the um the second level of uh, or the third level the jet ski level of, of Battletoads kind of thing, right? Where you're just like boom, 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 you know, just like moving Yuki out of the way and doing that kind of shit. Um, yeah, they don't they don't mix anything up. I mean, what you play in the beginning is essentially the same as what you're playing by the end of the game. And I think that is one of the other little negatives about it is I wasn't like excited about it. Like I wasn't I wasn't surprised at anything. I wasn't like excited about anything like it was solid. Um, but it, there was nothing that was like really like, wow, like I didn't see that coming. It's it's just what it is is what it is. And and uh, it kind of stays within that threshold. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and and it, there's only six levels, but there's not six bosses. I think there were three bosses. I have to double think that in my head. But every other level doesn't have a boss. Um, so you know, for for being a super short game, uh, it does feel it does feel a little underwhelming content wise. Uh, I know it's a twenty dollar game. I don't know what people expect for twenty dollars at this point. Uh, but for this, I just I, I just felt like we were almost there. Um, almost had something great to write home about, and instead we had something that's really good to write home about. Something that was you know really fun. Uh, yeah. To to top it off, um, yeah, Braxbro uh, says make it some Polybius levels of speed. I would I would have loved some some moments in this where you're zipping through and it's like all trippy or something, and there's a lot of a lot of obstacles and you have to move around like crazy. And yeah, it, it would have just added a little bit of like excitement to it. So. But to, to, to wrap this up for now, um, yeah, I think this is a very solid game. Um, it's, uh, but, but I also don't think it's anything super special, super exciting. Um, it's, it's pretty simplistic. And I, I didn't find my, I don't find myself like, oh, there's so many games where it's like I either can't stop playing them or like when I stop playing it, it's like all I can think about is when I get to play it next. And I don't feel like, and I didn't really get that feeling with this game a lot. Um, like I enjoyed it. It's very enjoyable, but I don't find myself being like, Oh, I can't wait to play that again. Or I can't wait to unlock the rest of that stuff. I'm, I, I kind of just got through it and was like, yeah, you know, it, that was, it was solid, I guess. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm kind of with you. Uh, unlocking those power ups was a little bit more addictive for me. Um, uh, unfortunately, I had to delete my uh, be- because of a patch that came out before the game. I had to delete all my progress, and uh, and and, I'm, and I basically got to start the game over tonight and capture all new footage. Um, so uh, so we will see just how interested in that I am starting over from scratch. Uh, 
so yeah, you know, like I said, guys, like 7.7, 7.8, that's pretty much what you can expect for this uh, when the review comes out tomorrow. Emily Baxter, hashtag the cartoon, which game kitten uh, with the $2 tip says, Rhonda says that mustache must be thicker for 70s porn. Hey, man, it's only been 15 <laughs> days. Like, I, I stopped shaving on the first. Um, so give it, you know, it'll be twice this, twice as thick in, at, by the I end of the month. I could do it. I could do it. I'd have to trim the rest off, but, you but the girlfriend said it. no, so. Oh, well, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys, we get a couple of viewer takeover questions uh, to tackle here uh, before we get to 20 questions. Uh, and the first one comes to us from Ripper1892 over on Discord. It says, uh, Friday's Gamescast got me thinking. As little as we were hearing about, as little as we've been hearing about PSVR 2 and as badly as the advertised VR, do you have any thoughts or slight doubt that they will abandon PSVR 2? Everything you and AJ said uh, sounds like Sony is going to drop the ball on PSVR 2. Look at Quest advertising no. compared to PSVR. Just wondered if the thought ever crossed your mind. No way. Not a chance in hell. In fact, when everybody was telling us, you guys are liars, Sony's not going to make PSVR 2, yep. Sony's abandoned it, uh, we said no, they're not. They've said that they will unveil those plans at a later date, and they did. And then, uh, yeah, you know, uh, and then uh, I don't know those, obviously you'll hear it when, when it's all negative and stuff, but then those people don't come back and say, Hey, you were right. <laughs> um, right. I know so many but, people told us we were either full of shit or too optimistic. I had no idea what we were talking yeah. about. Uh, yeah. and very, very, it feels good to be right. But at the same time, it's like, um, you know, we're, we're, clo we're closer now to release than we've ever been. You know, it's like Sony has announced it. Uh, we, we know full well that there's, you know, plans coming up very very soon uh to to show some shit off and uh and so now we just have to be patient had did the thought ever cross my mind prior uh to all of this saying hey you know we know that the, we know that everything's in the works but you know sony could just change their mind at any point like games have been canceled before consoles have been can canceled before maybe not from sony but uh, plenty of consoles have been canceled before they even came out um so so yeah i mean there was always like a, a little tinge of doubt in the back of my mind going hey you know, anything's possible, right? You know, VR just isn't a big enough market. So you could return to this in five or 10 years when the market's huge and, uh, yeah. and say, okay, now we're ready to re-enter the market. Yeah, did that cross my mind ever? Of course. But there was just always, always, always so much overwhelming evidence to the contrary that everyone just seemed to want to ignore and that we couldn't. Um, so yeah, so, so that, that's your answer is that, is that yeah. no? Not really. It's definitely, yeah, definitely not. Um, and and PSVR two is going to be something really special. It's going to be really huge. The 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 problem, I think, the one you know, we we just we always try to be critical as well as you know, we praise things that they do right, and we're also we we try to be critical as well because we don't work for Sony. We we have no affiliation with them uh, or anything, and we're just hardcore gamers that also love VR, and we've been gaming our entire lives, and this is kind of where where we see our interest is going to be in the future. And, and uh, there is too much of an opportunity uh, that involves money uh, for, for them to drop it in the future. And I, I really think when people start hitting that wall of getting tired of, you know, third person adventures and, and whatnot, and want something different, want, you know, tired of the same repetitive gameplay, this will be the answer for them. Like it was for many of us um, who were getting kind of a, uh, tired of gaming because we've just played so much and we've played a uh, scene so much that what is uh, there to offer. So, uh, definitely not. There's a business opportunity there. There's, uh, there's, uh, innovation. There's, there's so many reasons why it's going to happen and it's going to be awesome. The one criticism I will say, and it's, uh, is that they haven't 
held on to the five million core audience people that they already built. That's that's the that's the only the biggest drawback from from our conversation about the state of PlayStation and, and VR is that they didn't retain the five million people that they got in the door at first. And so when PSVR two comes out, it does feel like they're gonna have to kind of start from scratch again. The good news is that there's probably going to be a lot more people this time, um, yeah. but it still would have been nice to retain a lot of that uh, original audience. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think that they've really done, uh, you know, too much wrong in, in in the last five years. To be honest with you, uh, you know, they they were throwing money left and right uh, all over the place. Um, you know, even there's even so many games that came to PSVR. Unbeknownst to anybody out there, would not have come to PSVR if it wasn't for Sony basically paying devs to be like, "Hey, please, please deliver a PlayStation VR port yeah. uh, of your game." And they're like, "Okay, thanks for giving us the money to do that." Um, and so, you know, so basically they were in, instead of being instead of trying to get new PSVR gamers in the door with advertisements uh, or, or anything like that, they were trying to keep the people who were still here happy and make sure that we always had something to play. Hit, I mean, the Hitman trilogy, man, is just like absolutely insane yeah. that that even happened. And it's beautiful. And we got all three games. It's craziness. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They didn't get a lot of credit for the amazing shit we got this year. Arashi, Fract, to, uh, exclusives, Hitman 3, exclusives. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of the little things. It's just the, the problem is like some of those stuff like Hitman 3, you know, there's a, there's a division between what people want in their VR gaming experiences. And, and a lot of that is like they would, what would have wanted the move controllers. If you would have, if they would have given, uh, Hitman 3 move controllers, uh, I don't, I think everybody would have been absolutely blown away by it and everybody would have been on board. But I think, you know, I think, um, they want something more than a dual shock game and and i think people's when they think about vr especially some of the conversations i've had recently when they think about what makes a great vr game it is having the two arms uh, hands in represented in the game and being able to interact and and not only be in the world but able to interact and touch it and feel it as well and that's going to be something that's just going to come right out of the box with psvr2 yeah yeah, you know, it's like so. Sony made uh, when when it comes to you know people look at the, look at Quest Two and be like, oh, this this is so much better than PSVR. But no, I mean, not from any technical standpoint, right? Like, not from any kind of hardware. When it comes to like the hardware limitations, like there's there's a limitation on hard drive space. Processing power is like two generations old, um, and there's just there's just not like a whole lot you can do with it as far as like these bigger games that we're looking for. And so you know, as much as we like our quests. Um, I started a little bit when I said that because it's like mm, I couldn't even convince myself to buy all. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> um, you know, as much as we like our quests, it's it, you know the fact is is I, I think uh, you know there's there's two things I think that people look at the quest and say this is what makes it better, and one is the wire, and one is analog sticks on the controller, right? You know, because and, and uh, I mean, and then people who have no idea what they're talking about would be like, light tracking sucks. You know, it's like you're going to get all the negativity from yeah. people who have never played it before. Yeah, um, I like it, but I do think there's a lot of smoke being blown because <laughs> every time. I fall for the hype with the quest sometimes, and and then I go do it myself. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's great, it's cool, but um, I don't know. Yeah, it's not it's not this not exactly this magical thing I was exper- uh, expecting. Right. So so the the magical thing we're expecting is PSVR two. <clears throat> it's like yep. for the first time in a very 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 long time, the first time in five years, we're going to be taking this huge step forward. Uh, for, I mean, from a graphic standpoint, immersion standpoint, uh, the the ability to just bring. Uh, you know, basically PS5 quality games into VR 
seamlessly and easily, uh, make it easy on developers. These are all things that we need to, to take VR into the next generation. And so when people are like, oh, Sony fucking dropped the ball by not bringing it out already and blah, 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 this or that, whatever. It's like, I think they're well aware that no one else is doing what they're doing and that they are going to be the ones leading the charge, whether it comes out yeah. tomorrow or next year. It's just there. That's that's just the way it is. There's n there's nothing else on the horizon that even competes, not and especially with Sony, their IPs uh, and, and their commitment to this platform is has been amazing. Sometimes it doesn't yeah. look like that. But behind the scenes, it really is. A lot of people don't even know that Sony Sony had like a five million dollar COVID relief fund um, that they sent out to developers. Um, lots of lots of indie developers wouldn't have survived uh, if it wasn't for Sony's help. You know, just being like, here's here's thirty thousand here, here's fifty thousand here, given to small developers. Uh, Sony, Sony Sony's got their back, man. It's crazy. Next gen is going to be amazing. All right, next question comes to us from Billy Pa on PSVR this week. He says. There's a lot of talk about PSVR 1 remasters coming to PSVR 2 and a lot of people wondering about backwards compatibility. But what PSVR 1 games do you think need sequels on PSVR 2 and what enhancements could the new headset bring to the game? I love this question. Well, then why don't you, you start? Me go first? Man? Yeah, oh, I want to hear. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to start with what everybody probably thinks of first, and that is Astrobot 2. Um you know, I've played the the Astros Playroom on PS5 and you know, at the end of the day what made Astrobot special, the most special and the most memorable I think is VR and seeing that converted to to VR and there's just something that is I don't know. I don't know what it is, but in VR Astrobot is is really where it shines the most. Um and, uh, yeah, I would love to see something that showcases the tech. And, you know, there's the, – Astrobot has, like – it can, it can uh, um, definitely adapt to different themes and stuff, kind of like the Mario. You know, a Team Asobi, Japan Studio, they make some of the most polished and awesome, fun – just straight-up fun games. Uh, and, and, and uh, you know, the, the style of them is also really awesome. And I feel like there's just so many directions they can go. You've mentioned stuff like maybe, you know, obviously you'd want a an Astrobot game that uh, lets you interact with it somehow. That's going to be the hurdle of, of figuring out. I mean, would it use the DualSense? I'd be happy with just another platformer that used, like, the DualSense. But ideally you'd want something to showcase the tech and i could see anything from like uh there's all sorts of things anything from a game with a bunch an astrobot game with that it has a bunch of mini games that showcases the orbs i think would be the ideal thing here yeah <clears throat> i can i can totally see that um yeah i i think with a i think with an astrobot 2 um I, don't, I, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me, and that's totally fine. You're all entitled to your opinion, even if you're wrong. But Astrobot Two, I know <laughs> Astrobot Two needs to needs to be a little bit more Mario Odyssey and a little bit less Crash Bandicoot. Um, I do feel like the just like the camera going straight from the back of the level to the front of the level uh, is just it's it, it was fine and it was fun. But I, I do feel like I you know, and I think they did that for motion sickness more than anything else. They were like, well, we're going to make sure this moves at a steady pace. We're going to have control over the camera. But I think if they're able to reduce motion sickness with the haptics and the headset and everything like that, then letting your character just run around like this, like, you know, more, uh, I keep thinking like the first level, first area of Marvel's, but, you know, more Mario Odyssey where you just have a lot more freedom to run around. I think that would be, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. 
I'm going to totally cheat with with my first pick uh, because uh, because my first pick is uh, is Batman, right? And ooh, right? And that, so, how's that? Cheating? That's awesome. No, well, that's a great idea because Arkham VR was amazing, right? But it was it was no to no teleportation. There wasn't really there wasn't any action. You didn't get to drive the Batmobile. You didn't get to you know you 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 got half of what makes Batman yeah. great. You get the detective, the, the world's greatest detective side of Batman. You didn't get like the crime fighting or, or exciting racing part of, uh, not, not that he's a racer, but that he, he definitely drives through the city really fast in the Batmobile. So, so the reason I'm cheating is because I kind of just want them to bring Arkham Knight into VR yeah. first person because because the great thing about Batman is he's not Spider-Man. He's not doing these flips in midair. He's not doing all sorts of crazy maneuvers right. where right. that that couldn't be done in VR, right? I I do feel like there's, you know, a certain level of the combat would be a little bit difficult, but but who knows, man, maybe they could tweak that. I think the feeling of grappling up to the top of a roof, yes, being able to see the city and just like getting that feeling in the pit of your stomach and you as you look out and go, God, I'm really high up here right now. And then yeah. and then you jump down and land straight into the Batmobile. The the, the 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 hood latches over you and you grab the steering wheel and just take off immediately, all in first person. Like have this be one big seamless action. I mean yeah. they basically they did that in Arkham Knight. Uh, and so, uh, so I just need that in first person and just make it VR, man. Like, I, I feel like they're 95% of the way there. Just give me the rest. That is an excellent pick. And I think my, most of the ones that I had on my list, we'll just go through a couple, but basically that was, I, I kind of went with the same strategy of what were these games that came out that we were so excited for and then were kind of missing features or ended up being more along the lines of experiences and kind of weren't what we expected. And uh, I think, so for my second pick, uh, that's going to have to be Everybody's Golf 2. And you know exactly where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. And that is this game, the core gameplay and design and and look of it and everything was absolutely fantastic. Um, It's fun. It's beautiful. But it was missing two core things, and that was a single-player tournament um, that you could, like, go against AI and compete against. And then multiplayer. Multiplayer is would go such a long way with this game um if if they would have had a single player tournament and multiplayer in uh in everybody's golf i think we we would still be maybe playing it to this day like constantly um everybody a lot more people would be playing it and i like how brax bro says delete the caddies because i actually made a note that said and ditch the caddies because yeah. the caddies were terrible yeah i mean the, i i have nothing to disagree with there um, it, it, I will say the one addition I want, and this has nothing to do with PSVR two. It's just what I want. You know, they, they certainly could have done this with PSVR one. I, for some reason, I, so I, I, one of my favorite things to do on quest is, is play walkabout mini golf. And I think that clap hands who makes, um, everybody's golf could easily take the everybody's golf VR model and make an amazing mini golf course in there. And so even if, if it was even additional DLC uh, or paid DLC or for even a separate game, I, I want them to take a stab at making a mini golf game. I, that's yeah. told nothing to do, I guess, really with everybody. I would love, I mean, that's the thing is we PS4, this first gen of VR, we had to put up with a lot of, uh, 
what felt like a little bit incomplete experiences. I mean, it's it's understandable because they're still figuring a lot of things out. They're still experimenting with a lot of things. And I think generally they're start like especially the games released over this the course of this year have shown us that they're starting to understand what we want. Um, as more people have got have understood what VR is and been and uh, you know they've been able to judge by that. And yeah, um, totally agree. Hey, before we do any so, more, uh, we, we've got a bunch of tips to get caught up on here. Uh, one is from Dave Station VR, but all the way back when we were talking about Yuki, he goes, yeah, just play Res wow. Infinite. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, Res Infinite is a fantastic choice. Uh, not not quite Res the same Infinite idea, great. but pretty close. Also could use a sequel, and also probably is getting a sequel, by wow. the way. I like that idea. Matthew Scans with a Canadian $14 says, impromptu viewer takeover question. If you had to pick one underrated game, one that flies under the radar that people should play, what would it be? Keep up the enthusiastic hard work. Song in the Smoke. More people need to play Song in the Smoke. More people need to spread the word about Song in the Smoke. Yeah, uh, I would say I would say that's a great choice. Um, I was just talking to Dan from Electric Hat Games before the show. Um, to the top. Yeah, there's a lot of new PSVR gamers that that don't know how great To the Top was. That it was our obsession for like months, um, and that everyone was playing multiplayer and trying to figure out how to get through those levels. And like, it's just it really is a fantastic game. Um, and I think you you Good go back problem. if you're a new PSVR uh, owner and you look back at screenshots, you go, mm. you know, it, do, it doesn't it doesn't sell itself until you're in the headset and you're flying around and jumping off of walls and, and doing all these crazy tricks and shit. It's yeah. it's a great locomotion system. Um, so I'd say to the top. Waleed Saeed Faridi with the Canadian two dollars says super chat not working. See my message in chat. God damn it! Oh, <laughs> I didn't see your message in the chat. Um, AJ, if you have a second to, oh wait, hold on a second. Let me scroll real quick here just to see. Super chat not working. No sending here. I'm looking before. I don't see his message. I see him beforehand. saying that it's. I don't see his. Uh, you uh, you go ahead and continue. What's your what's your next game? I'll look for it. Well, we also got Alberto Mapam El Game Gato with the Mexican one hundred pesos. Uh, I just Mexican. I think peso. I don't know if that's right or not. Um, he says with PlayStation having a history of changing their controller design from prototype to final design, do you think we'll see a different final version of the orbs? Saludos. Hashtag higher AJ's beard. Saludos. <laughs> um, I think I think we're gonna see uh, we're gonna see. What, what do they call it? The, the the strap that allows you to open your hand and the controller stays there. Uh, not not a wrist strap. It would be like more of a palm strap, right? Yep. Whatever, whatever they call. It. I think it has a name. Um, but I, I think I think we'll see some kind of integration on that because they're going to want you to be able to just you know use your fingers freely without having to worry about dropping the controller. Uh, besides that, I think I think it's a great design. Uh, and if they do anything other than that, I'll be kind of surprised, honestly, but also probably pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think there could maybe be a color change, but yeah, I don't know. It says it's subject to change, so it could happen. Uh, we got oh. Scott Jesco, PSN, Harry Fellow, PSVR, GameCap, 4 Life with the two quits is, but I'm Batman. Don't tell anyone. Oops. I'm too Batman. late. <laughs> I know we got another tip from Waleed Saeed Faridi with the Canadian $5 tips. So Saints and Sinners, Blood and Truth, Astro, Crisis Brigade, Doom with Orbs, Racket Fury. This sounds like a list of all the games yeah, he wants sequels of on PlayStation VR 2. Saints and Sinners, FTW, big time. Also, yep. Res- Resident Evil 8 counts, but that's not really fair. because There's, a, there's a lot of games, uh, and, you know, have, is it, whose turn is it to go? A Mexican peso is correct. Uh, why don't you go next? Well, okay. So this, this I've will probably gonna, be our last uh, one. This, 
Okay. We well, I'm going to honor what the chat is going to be saying. Uh, I'll say two real quick then because the chat's been saying both these, so I have to do this. All right. uh, the first one is Gran Turismo, which I actually think will have – I'm expecting this to be a launch title or launch window title for PSVR 2. Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Kazunori Mauchi has said a million times – or has gone on record in public interviews before PSVR 2 was even announced that uh, – that the biggest leap that the uh, PS5 is going to have an effect on uh, gaming, or at least for for his game, um, I don't know if he was talking about gaming in general or or Gran Turismo was VR. So I would love to see a full Gran Turismo, uh, Gran Turismo Seven in particular. I'm fingers crossed that that is what we will see. Yes, Mark Taust, I got you guys. I, I have it written down. That's not, I didn't, I mean, you know, I agree with you guys. Um, the other game is something you guys also said, and that is Ace Combat 8. Because despite, uh, despite the game being limited to three levels that you could replay over and over and unlock stuff, uh, that still remains one of my most favorite VR experiences ever and it was such a fun game i would love a full single player campaign where you it combines all this sorts of stuff where you go around just ace combat style and and uh you take out air targets you take out ground targets and they could be of many many different variety it doesn't have to just be like air uh air to air combat or air to um you know like facility combat there could be all sorts of stuff um and i think ace combat uh, eight with a single player campaign would be my number one hope. I'd take multiplayer, but I don't think multiplayer is as important to me as a single player campaign, like full single player campaign. Yeah. I, I think, I think Emily Baxter just won the chat uh, with the $2 tip says uh, Russia yeah. blood remaster bundled with a sequel. Yeah. I think that's it right there, man. You can't, you can't get any better than that. That is, that is what we I loved want. your idea. I mean, that was such an important launch game. And I loved your idea of like, yeah, like put us in a carnival and have a bunch of, uh, horror oh, mini games all over the place that you can go sort of like, uh, Ghost Train did in Dreams. And, yeah. um, but, but actually yeah. scary would be amazing, right? Like you're, you're terrified to walk into each attraction and shit. Yeah. It's just a, a haunted yeah. carnival. It's been re, it's been used over and over, but I mean, like, what's it hasn't been used in VR yet. Yeah. yeah. So these are just a few. There's obviously a bunch of games we know Something. are getting sequels that already have sequels, but I feel like when when I think about PlayStation and like popular uh, staples in the brand, I think of Astrobot, I think of Everybody's Golf, I think of Gran Turismo yep. and uh, Ace Combat, and it's just something we've seen throughout the generations. And uh, I would love just a, a full, fully fleshed out version uh, sequel for these on the next gen. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we could go on and on and on. There are so, yeah. so, so There's many games. Our yeah. point, Immortal Legacy, like Dude, could ca- go on. Catch forever. and release, man. Catch and release, catch with, and a, release. With, with a with an actual like a uh, motorboat, right? Instead of a yeah. instead of a rowboat. Oh man, there's so there's right. so many great things, uh, and we could we could spend hours doing this. And maybe yeah. if we have a slow news week, <laughs> we'll end up doing that yeah. someday. Uh, yeah. But thank you guys for being part of this conversation. And that brings us to twenty questions. PSVR twenty questions, which we totally stole from GameScoop. Don't tell Damon because we love him and don't want to hurt his feelings um just want to make sure that everybody knows how to play aj picked a psvr game it's in his head he will not tell us what it is until the six minutes is up we have 20 yes or no questions to ask him uh, that means you guys in the chat better help me out with these yes or no questions um <clears throat> to find Can out you penetrate my beanie i'll penetrate your beanie <laughs> 
That sounds sexual. No, that was sexual. Uh, real quick, Mark Mark Pringlesley for the five quid says, with GT7 coming to the PS4 as well, uh, will the game be in full VR or just partly? I mean, dude, I hate to say it, but at this point, I don't I don't have a lot of hope for the PS4 version having any VR. Um, yeah. It it may, uh, but I can't imagine it'll be more than what uh, what Sport had. Yeah, it'd probably be a limit, like very limited, like that, like Sport was, if it has it at all. I think it's just going to be a PS5 VR, though. All right. People are already asking questions for 20 questions, so let's get this going. Let's put the six-minute timer up from Timertopia. I love this timer so much. Duh, do you drive vehicles in it? Thank you, Ian. Um, you do not drive vehicles in this game. Okay, no vehicles. Um, has this developer made other PSVR games? Uh, yes, they have. Okay. Actually. Other PSVR games. That limits it. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, is it first person? It is first person. I had to think about that one. Okay. Wally Sarid Faridi with the Canadian $2 says, For me, PSVR 1 was a bit blurry. Hope NGVR is better. Oh, don't you worry about a thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Mad Max, the Metaverse Game Cat with the $10 tip says, I'm late. Damn you, Daylight Savings Time. I think about this GTA trilogy. I think they charge full price because they're going to make a hybrid game. I also think Hitman Trilogy PS5 is also NGVR ready. I love the theories, man. I love it. I think Grand Theft Auto for sure is going to get some, I think, PSVR 1 support. But that's a different We'll story. see. They need, yeah. to, they need to fix it first because they cyberpunk <laughs> yeah, 277 the hell out of it. The, the, the stuff I'm seeing and hearing is awful. Is, I don't would, want that shit. Would you consider this a puzzle game? Uh, there, yes. There is a, there's a lot of... I wouldn't consider it a puzzle game, but there are a lot of puzzles in this game. Okay. All right, so you don't drive vehicles. It is in first person. Uh, there was a lot of puzzles in this, even if it's not a puzzle game. They have made other PSVR games. Um, <laughs> is it an open world? I'm not asking that question. There's so few open world games, and I can't think of, um, I can't think of any open world games that it could be. Uh, is it moves only? It is not moves only. Okay. I don't know if that was the right way to phrase that, but that's the way I phrased it. <laughs> that was five. Okay. Um, Zing the Land Beyond did not... The White Lotus didn't make any other games. Um, can you use the DualShock... Wait. I want to... I want. I got to figure out how to... Uh, I'm just going to go... Yeah, I'm going to go with Mark's question. Can it be played with DM? It not be played with the aim controller. Okay. So no aim and not moves only, which means it might not even have move support. It could be DualShock 4. So let's think about DualShock 4 games. DualShock 4 compatible games um, that are puzzle-based. Uh, developer has made other PSVR games. Um, uh, was this made by Servios? was not made by Servius. Was this made by Arvory? This was not made by Arvory. Right, I had to get those out of my head because those are the two I was thinking of. <laughs> Brax. Brax, let me twirl my mustache. He's up to something. Ooh. Nefarious. Ooh. Being on the right? Um, static, huh? Yeah, I don't think those guys had made... Tarsier hasn't made any other PSVR games. You're uh, on nine. Okay. That's good. That's good. Operencia, huh? That's a, that's not 
bad, not a bad one. Um, is there is there full locomotion in this? Uh, n- no. That seems like a yes. <laughs> okay, let me let me follow that question up with: Is the movement grid based? The movement is in fact grid based. Okay, uh, was this made by Zen Studios? This was made by Zen Studios. Is this Operencia? It is Operencia Mad Max. Right? Witnessed. Holy oh my crap, god! Man. Coming out of nowhere. Uh, right. And stealing, stealing the show, Mad Max. Good, Good job, job, man. dude. You, you like, you just cut that game in half, man. I, it would have taken if yeah. I got there. It would have taken me to the very end of. That was incredible. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Good job, Mad Max. You saved the game. Uh, also, Operencia, a great game uh, if you're really, really patient and don't mind terrible scaling love, and graphics. <laughs> I love Operencia. Yeah, it, it's good, man. I'd just rather play it on a flat screen. I just don't think the VR implementation was all that yeah, good. Yeah, somebody had – actually, Emily Baxter yeah, had a question like, was it? does it require a VR headset? And I was like, please don't ask that. <laughs> that, 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 is su- that is such a good question. Um, yeah. We, we, need to, uh, we need to start using that more in our, in our 20 questions. Sorry, it wasn't Merbles, Twitcher. Maybe one, one day. One of these days. Have we done Merbles before? I feel like we had to. Have, no. Right? No. It should be no. Merbles every week just to fuck with them. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. I want to thank so many people for uh, helping us out here. Uh, obviously, we got Jay Meow and Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry and all the moderators who help us help us out. Uh, dude, like Hibsy uh, reporting the news for us. Uh, Mike Check getting us the Windlands update. Dude, so many people help without parole happen. Uh, but 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 no one helps me more than AJ does. If you don't subscribe to AJ already over at PSVR Underground, make sure you do that because he's got the live streams. He's keeping the content coming, uh, even when I get nothing for you. Uh, although I should, I'm honestly, I'm honestly just like like there's so much I want to do, but I'm trying to let my other my latest videos breathe a little bit. Yeah. Um. You know, the thing is, is with there being kind of slower rele- releases like right now, uh, there's a lot of dreams I'm tapping into, and some of them are fu- like full length games. Uh, that I would pay for, and I cannot wait to show you guys. I've got two in particular that I don't know when I'm going to stream them, uh, probably early in the day. If I have tomorrow off, I'll definitely be streaming one. Um, but there is some really, really fun shit uh, that, that I cannot wait to show you guys. And uh, shout out to everybody that went out and you know supported some of these dreams and, and played Pressure. Um, been getting a bunch of... Uh, comments about people checking out pressure and and just being absolutely blown away by it and that makes me so excited to hear when you guys actually go and and check it out but not only that but enjoy it too um because that's like all i want to do is is just uh sh- show you guys the best coolest shit um and yeah so can't wait to show you what's coming next it's gonna surprise the absolute hell out of you i'm excited i can't wait yeah. I can't wait to play it, actually. I know what it is, but I won't tell anybody. <sighs> Guys, uh, thank, thank you to everybody who donated. Thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon. Thank you to everybody uh, who hung out in the chat today, and thank you to all of you who sat back and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. The numbers don't fucking lie. Don't fucking lie to us. We know. We're on to you. We're on to you. Let's cue the cat. <laughs> You're the cat, Brian, and we will see you guys on Wednesday. Shapeshifter, good to see you, man. I love it when I don't see somebody for like 
six months, and then I and then I pop back up again. <laughs> Hell yeah, shape shift. AJ Good loves it when he doesn't see shape shifter for six months. That's what I took <laughs> Mad away from Max, that. The Metaverse Game Cat VR. Right. Hell yeah, man! Great job on that guest. You killed it, brother. Right. Mark Dows, thank you so much, man. I will definitely have more lists and stuff coming soon. I can't wait to show you guys. Uh, might do one here on parole. We never know. WW, thank you. Uh, I love your voice too. Uh, my, uh, almost said that. Nice try though. Um, time to play with Game Cats. Uh, confession, you've not played VR in two weeks. That's okay. You can live through us. Uh, <laughs> Bob Zarkoff, the underground Game Cat Night night to you elite uh, elitist name squad how i'm flesh eater gaming in the house tonight what's up dude good to see you homie that's my new friend brian that's my new friend you better be careful me and tom are like this now yeah um yeah he's the one uh i'll get into it later ash vr the groovy the groovy game cat justin cassidy uh welsh boy uk 76 good to see emily baxter hashtag cartoony witch game kitten uh mark pringles leaf Scott Jessica Peterson, Harry Fell, PSVR Game Cat for Life. Cue the cat, he says. The cat has been cued. Uh, let's see here. I've kind of lost where I am here. Craven Moorhead says, AJ loves Marvels. He just doesn't know it yet. I disagree. I disagree hard with that, Craven Moorhead. Uh, ben L. of the Game Cat Army. Uh, X Pacer X. Triangulator, my dude. Death. Speaking of my dudes, Deathly, the subterranean death cat. Let's go. Herb, the 247 Game Cat in the house tonight. What up, homie? Uh, guys, son, fist bump to you. Guys, uh, all of you have a wonderful rest of the night. We will see you again very very soon kevin says to funk bomb bro yeah. i agree kevin yeah. i agree and ian stanbridge that game cat in the chat says i was also here <laughs> thank you so much for being here <laughs> guys don't forget to join our discord links in the description below that's where these conversations happen 24 7 that's where we hang out that's where i hang out i don't know about aj who the fuck knows where he hangs out but that's where i hang out so come hang out with me mm-hmm. i get lonely sometimes come snuggle <laughs>